Welcome to another episode of Classy Conversation. I am your host, Andrea Davis. Hey, good people. How's everyone doing today? I hope you had a good weekend and enjoyed your extended day off if you were off because of the MLK holiday. I had to have a whole teaching moment with my son because the only thing Aiden cared about was the fact that he was off from school yesterday and they're off for today for some reason, which I'm still not clear on. But anyway, when I asked him, I was like, hey, you're all in school today. You know, what's the reason? Oh, it's MLK's birthday. It's Martin Luther King's birthday because it was Martha Luther King a couple of weeks ago. I was like, uh-uh, little buddy, we got to correct that. It's Martin Luther King Jr.'s birthday, mommy. I was like, and who is he? I said, what did he do? Why is he so significant? Oh, he did something with the slaves. And I was like, Jesus Christ. Here I am over here, a whole African-American studies minor. Your, son, your father went to Prairie View and our baby is over here talking about Martin Luther King did something with the slaves. So we had to have a whole teaching moment in our household. So hopefully he understood. And when I go back and ask him a couple of days from now who Martin Luther King Jr. is, was the impact he had on the African-American community, he will be able to give me some facts. But I was happy to have the day off yesterday. Um, you know, a lot of companies that I've worked for, this is the first time I can remember being off a company observing this holiday for a long time. Of course, when I worked at banks, they were closed. But, you know, this is a private sector. It has nothing to do with government. But we were off yesterday. So I was very happy to see the company observing that day. So today we're going to talk about something that I, t- I think I touched on it last episode, or I said that we would be talking about it in future episodes. And it's, you know, co-parenting, because that's, I'm not going to say I'm a subject matter expert, but we are 10 years in the game in this co-parenting situation. And you hear, I'm in a lot of Facebook groups, and a, a lot of the conversation centers around a few topics that are like standard that they talk about all the time. And that's the reason why I've gotten out of a lot of groups, because it's, it's not any purposeful conversation. It's about who's going to pay for dinners and co-parenting and baby mamas and child support. And I'm like, yeah, I ain't got nothing else to talk about. <laughs> so co-parenting, you know, it, it can be beautiful. It can be an amazing situation. It can be horrible. It could be, I mean, just downright ugly in some situations. And I, and I think that stems from how the relationship ended between the parents, of course, whether it was in a divorce that was messy. If it was a messy divorce, an ugly situation, then it's going to be an ugly co-parenting situation. If you were able to make a clean break and it was amicable and everyone agreed like, yeah, this just isn't working anymore. We're just going to go our separate ways. Then most of the time, co-parenting relationships can be successful. They're not hard it's easy to co-parent because, you know, no one feels some type of way. But in those relationships where people are in their feelings and there's some lingering unresolved issues, nine times out of 10, the co-parenting situation is not going to be a pretty sight. And I can speak on that from my own co-parenting situation. So I I jotted down a few reasons why co-parenting does not work. And that comes from, like I said, my own situation, conversations that I've heard over the years, conversations that I read about in these groups, 
and it's it's just you know it's a plethora plethora of things but some are the most common parents not being able to communicate effectively communicate or communicate at all some people just don't communicate at all they have a mediator that they go through or if the child is old enough, the child communicates with both of the parents themselves. But for children who are still minors, who are still young, who don't have devices, iPads, iPhones to communicate, there has to be some level of communication between the parents. And sometimes, like I said, it, it just does not work. Parents don't communicate. So if parents are not communicating, how are you finding out information about your child? My thing is I've always, no matter how much I may not have liked Aiden's father at the moment for probably the first couple of years of his life, we still communicated about our child. There's no way. Cause the one thing you're never going to be able to say about Andrea Denise Davis is that I kept your child from you. I didn't keep you updated on whatever was going on with your child. You, you can never say that about me because I always kept him informed on anything that was going on with our son. And I still do to this day, anything that's going on with Aiden's school related announcements that come out, I communicate that to him, whether I know he's going to be able to show up or not because of his job. I just don't assume I give him that information and let him work that out however he needs to or wants to. But he cannot say he did not get the information. Doctor's appointments, if Aiden is sick, if he's up at night, sick, vomiting, got a, a fever. I, I don't care if it's two o'clock in the morning. I'm going to text you, hey, your, your son is sick. He got a fever of 102. He's throwing up. I'm going to have to take him to the doctor in the morning. You want to take? I'm going to keep you abreast on all of that. So lack of communication is, of course, is one reason why co-parenting situations do not work out. Unresolved issues between the parents. When the relationship goes left, the co-parenting relationship goes left. And it's just unfortunate that mature adults or immature adults cannot get on one page in the same book on one accord on common ground to parent these children together in a co-parenting relationship. It shouldn't be just one parent. It should be co-parenting. You went half on a baby. You should be going half on everything that is related to this child, whether it's finances, extracurricular activities, schoolwork, whatever. Raising the child is a joint venture at this point. It's a joint relationship. It's co-parenting. You should be able to do this you know, successfully because of the child. If you are in your feelings, if there are lingering issues, if there are unresolved issues, let that stuff go. Because once a child comes into the world, it's no longer about the, the two people who are in the relationship. It's no longer about how you feel because there is a there's somebody else, an innocent person in this situation who didn't ask to be brought into this this you know, this relationship who didn't ask to be here, but they're here now. And it is the responsibility of the adults to make sure that person, that child, that minor is raised in a loving environment. There should not be dysfunction, chaos, confusion. That is not beneficial for the child. That's a whole negative environment. And while you out here doing all this crazy stuff, nobody stops to think about how this will impact the child. If you are and ladies, I, I'm not saying this is applicable to everyone, but it is, it is applicable to some because we know situations like this exist. We know there are mothers out here who do this type of mess. If you are operating in bitterness and resentment, get some help. Resolve those issues. If you are unable to do it yourself, 
there are therapists and counselors out here who can help you. I encourage you to get some help if you are still angry about whatever happened in your relationship. If whatever he did to you, if you're just angry because the relationship ended, it just didn't go how you wanted it to, you're hurt, that hurt has manifested into anger and resentment, get some help. Therapy and counseling is your friend. Do it so you can be a healthy person for the next man that comes into your life. So you don't have to repeat this cycle. So you're not carrying baggage into that situation. Get some help. And if you don't want to do it for yourself, do it for the sake of your child to ensure that your child is not picking up on that, to ensure that's not spilling over onto your baby. Get some help. Trust me, it will make you a, a completely, a, a whole better person if you get some help. But we know that that won't happen and people will be operating out of anger and resentment and bitterness. And that causes so many issues in a, in a relationship. And the child suffers from that at the end of the day. Some women use their child as a pawn. It's like dangling a carrot in front of somebody, but you're dangling your child in front of their father. You won't let the baby see, the father see their children. You don't let them know where they're going to school at. You don't keep them abreast on events that are going on. You don't let them have participate in birthday parties. Or if he has a new woman, then you're mad about that. And a new wife, you're mad about that. They got a new baby on the way. You're mad about that. I'm not going to let him see his daddy. He can't go for Christmas. He can't get no gifts. Are you throwing the gifts in the trash can? Like, whoo, child. It takes so much energy to be that negative. It takes so much energy. You're hurting yourself and you're hurting your child. And, and one thing I never understood is like, as much as I may not have liked Aiden's father at some point in my life, I never kept Aiden from him. I can maybe think of a handful of times that I did, but it wasn't because I liked him. It was because you were supposed to pick him up like an hour ago. And here we are. You ain't sent a text message. You ain't picked up the phone and called to say you were going to be late and I had something else to do. I'm not going to be sitting around here waiting for you when you're not courteous enough to let me know what time you're going to arrive if you didn't make it to our agreed time. So I'm going to burn off on you and you can pick him up from wherever I am or you can just see him some other time. But to be so angry to keep my son from his father, uh-uh, uh-uh, that's not what we're going to do. Because guess what? I want to be out here burning up these Houston streets just like you are. I want to be a happy hour. I want to be a reverse happy hour. I want to be an NRG for a concert or a comedy show or a play or a basketball game. I want to be out here on Almeida at Turkey Leg Cut or whatever was popping off back when Aiden was born in 2012. Whatever it is, if I want to catch some flights, if I want to be at brunch, I don't care what it is guess what? I'm not going to be so mad that I'm going to be up in the house with this baby and you're going to be out here in the streets living your best life. That's not what we're going to do. Come get him. What time you going to come get him? I'm going to drop him off because you're going to share in this responsibility. You need that time. Don't be so angry that you're going to be up in the house with your baby. That ain't hurting that man because guess what? He ain't going to be sitting up in the house crying because you can't. he can't see his child. He's going to be like, oh, she crazy. She blah, blah, blah. He's going to be out in the streets telling his boys over an old-fashioned and smoking a cigar how crazy you are in this whole situation. 
stop it ladies stop doing that and nobody ever stops to think how that's impacting the child especially if your child is of age do you not think at some point in time your son or your daughter is going to resent you because of the way you kept them from their father because of the way you tainted their relationship when your child gets older here's there are two sides to every story three sorry three there's your side there's a the father's side and then there's the truth do you not think the child is going to hear all of those sides you know of the story and form their own conclusion and if they think that you had anything to do with the relationship that they did not have with their child father do you not think they're gonna resent you for that S let's stop it ladies let's let's stop operating in, in bitterness or trying to control situations because of it didn't go your way. And a lot of times, you know, that's, it's not always like that. And keep in mind, I said some situations, but, but let's stop that. It's not beneficial. It's not healthy to a child and it's not healthy for you either. It's not healthy for you. And then men, <laughs> y'all be bitter too. It's not just women. Y'all, men be bitter too. And a bitter man can sometimes be worse than a bitter woman. You out here telling the child, I give your mama child support. I can't buy this for you because your mama got child support. Go tell your mama to get buy that with the money that I give you. Why would you ever tell a child that? Like, what is what is the purpose of that? What let, Let's stop that. And all the parents having these conversations, you talking about the child in front of you're talking about the mother in front of the child. You're talking about the father in front of the child. Let's stop that. Let, let's let's have healthy relationships this year. Make it a point. Do all that you can to have a healthy relationship. If it's something that needs to be resolved, try to have a conversation with the child's parent or you know mother or father. Try to have those conversations because when the healing started for me and Aiden's father that's when we started having a better relationship when we stopped hunching first of all when we remove the sex from the situation because a lot of times let's back it up because a lot of times that's why it don't work because we still out here engaging in these adult activities with someone we're not trying to put a relationship back together with and those feelings and those emotions are just heightened it just makes it worse because he may have a woman over here but he's still dipping back to you because for some reason there is this just there's this thought or there's just standard way of thinking that people who have children together can always go back and hunch whenever they get ready or they can a man can always go oh that's my baby mom i can hit that when i get ready who who told you that lie why do y'all think that and the ladies if you doing that to make them think that stop that it's not an open door policy to come in and, and hunch me because we got a child together let's, let's stop that Cause that, that ain't, ain't none of that beneficial for your child. If anything, that's just causing more chaos and confusion. And somebody gonna be mad at the end of the day. And nine times out of ten, it's gonna be the female that's mad. Cause men can do that. They can they can be out here, um, <laughs> out here engaging in these activities without feelings and emotions. But the females, it's harder for us to break that off, and it just be about sex is nothing else. And that's what keeps that whole cycle of emotions and dysfunction. That's what keeps that going. That ultimately leads to you having a piss poor relationship when it comes to co-parenting. And ain't none of that got anything to do with the child. So then let's stop that. If y'all trying to work things out, cool. But if you're not, go to find you somebody else, girl. Stop letting him come back whenever he gets ready. And man, stop that. Stop having all of these, these different relationships and you still kicking it with your baby mama and 
And let me let me back up to that. Oh, I can't stand baby mama and baby daddy. Now, jokingly, me and Aiden's father say that to one another. Be like, hey, baby mom. Hey, baby daddy. How you doing today? But trust and believe when it comes to me having conversations with anyone, I say Aiden's father. And if somebody said, oh, your baby dad, uh, Aiden's father. I don't like that. <laughs> I don't like that at all. That's just me. If y'all want to use that, I personally don't like it. We don't say that mess. It's Aiden's father, Aiden's mother. And that's how we operate. <laughs> But yeah, those are some of the reasons why co-parenting relationships do not work. But when you do have a good co-parenting relationship, it can, oh, the, 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 oh, the positivity, the, um, it's just, it's just so much easier when you can get along with your child's parent. It's, it's just easier. We do birthday parties together. And like I said, it, it took us some time, you know, to get past that. We had to say a lot of, I'm sorry's. I lied about this. I lied about that. I had to learn how to change my conversation because when I'm angry and when I feel some type of way about somebody, my tongue is vicious. Those who know me, I don't care. I'm going to say what I want to say. I don't care if it hurts your feelings. And nine times out of 10, I'm trying to hurt your feelings when I say something. And that's how I would speak to Aiden's father. And of course, no man, no self-respecting man is going to allow that to happen. And that's how he felt about it. You know, whatever I said would go in one ear, out the other, because I'm talking to him 10 care crazy, as my bestie always says. And like, I ain't got no sense. And he would let me know. He's like, you can't talk to me like that. You like, you talk to me like you're trying to belittle me. And I had to listen to what he said. And I had to take a step back. I had to examine and check myself and look in the mirror to see what Andrea was doing to cause this co-parenting relationship to fail. And I had to make some changes. Not because, not for him. <laughs> But ultimately for my son, I had to swallow a lot of my pride and my ego and the way I felt about some things. I had to do a lot of compromising. I had to take a more mature approach in this situation. But ultimately I had to let go of those feelings and those emotions that were keeping me from being able to see clearly about how this situation, take it for what it is, what it's gonna be. If we're gonna be able to work things out where we may be able to get together and have a family, we gotta get past a lot of this other BS first. We had to get a past a lot of the hurt, all of that, all of that had to be resolved. And once we were able to, once we were able to put our feelings to the side and, you know, time had healed some of those wounds and we began to have the mature conversations about things that happened in our past, those unresolved issues, we were able to get to a better place in our co-parenting situation. We always did birthday parties together. Even when we didn't like each other, we were still able to come together to have joint birthday parties for Aiden. Aiden doesn't know what it's like to have separate birthday parties. We've never done that. And some kind of way we were able to work through it, even when we didn't like each other, you know, and still have successful birthday parties for our baby. Because at the end of the day, he's the only one that matters. And we could have did separate parties, but we had been having parties together for so long. It's like, you know, still try to trying to make this work. And we got to a place where we have a great relationship, you know, but it, it took some time. It took some time. It took some maturity. It took some 
letting go of pride and ego on both ends. It took us listening to what the other person had to say. It took me not trying to control the situation, even though I don't think I did all the time. But his father said, you're just trying to control stuff. And it also took me not having expectations of someone. You you can't expect a person to move and, and react the way you want them to. You, you just have to totally let go of the expectations and you have to accept the person for who they are and meet them where they are on their level. This is where it is. This is where they are co-parenting that. This is what, how they think. And this is how, you know, how they react to things. And it's not the way that I do. And we had to learn each other because again, we didn't know each other that well. You know, we had to learn each other as we were raising this child. And I know he's going to respond to this in this way. And he knows that I'm going to act a fool if he don't communicate what time he's picking up Aiden or if he's late. You know, his dad had to learn to start communicating better where he thought he didn't have to tell me things. Yeah, you do. Yeah. If, if you're running late and you're going to be an hour late picking him up, you got to tell me that clown. <laughs> like, why do you think you don't have to tell me that? Nobody's trying to check you. Nobody's trying to be in your business, but you're, you're on my time. And we still sometimes have issues with that. Like, be courteous of my time. This is my time that I'm supposed to have time to do what Andrea wants to do. And you are impeding on my time when you don't pick your son up when you're supposed to. But we've kind of resolved those issues. If he's going to be late picking Aiden up or if he's not going to be able to pick Aiden up on, you know, his designated day, hey, I got to work. You know, do you have anything to do? Do you mind keeping him? If you have something to do, I can get my sister to keep him. We are able to have those conversations, you know, communicate as far as school stuff goes on. Like it's, it's, oh, Jesus, it is so much easier and it's so it's less stress when you can co-parent like you got some sense. <laughs> when y'all both act like y'all got some sense, when you both act like you're mature, it is the best thing in the world. I would not trade it for anything. Our relationship is not perfect, but it is perfect for us. It works for us. Some people don't understand it. You ain't got to understand it because guess what? It ain't your business. And that's another thing. Don't let anybody tell you how you are supposed to co-parent when it comes to you your, the child's mother or father and the child. There is no blueprint for this. There is no manual on how you're supposed to do this. It's what works for you. And other people don't have to understand it. The only people who have to understand is if you are in relationships with significant others, there have to be boundaries. Boundaries. There have to be boundaries. Some of y'all don't know what boundaries are. That's a whole nother episode. <laughs> That's a whole nother episode, but you have to operate in respect for the other person that you're in a relationship with. And some people be out here been doing all kind of crazy stuff. Like I, I don't get it, but that if that's how y'all operate, and some people think there are supposed to be, you know, some expectations when it comes to relationships and, you know, somebody else being around your child and all that type of stuff. It's, it's whatever works for you. Don't let anybody tell you how your co-relation, your co-parenting relationship is supposed to look. As long as it works for you and the other person involved and you get along, everybody's happy. Nobody is being harmed. Don't let your friends, don't let your girlfriends, don't let your homeboys tell you how something is supposed to be. Stop getting input of people who are not in your situation. And when people say it couldn't be me or I wouldn't be doing like that, who cares? 
Because guess what? It ain't you. You don't have to live with this person for the next 18 years. You don't have to co-parent with this person. You don't have to be on one accord with this person. So whatever you decide to do, I might not do that mess that you're doing over there with your baby daddy (laughs) or your baby mama. Like, Stop letting people dictate how you operate in your relationships. People on the outside don't matter. Stop listening to those opinions of other people. Do what works for you and the other person involved in the situation. That's my spill on co-parenting. That's today's episode of Classy Conversation. Of course, you can check us out on, follow us on social media, uh, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. Has this have some commentary? I'll probably make a post about this, this episode, of course. And if anybody, I know there are tons of co-parenting relationships, situations out there good and bad. If you have some feedback, let's have some commentary on social media. What has worked for you? If your relationship was horrible and it is now at a great place, what worked for you? How did you get there? Share those stories, share their feedback with some people because somebody may need to hear that. They may not tell you they need to hear it, but some people may need to hear that. Trust and believe people are always out there lurking on social media and they're looking and they're reading. Drop some some information for somebody that may be helpful for them to change their co-parenting relationship in 2022. Again, you can follow us on social media, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. The website is up www.classyconversation.com. That's K-L-A-S-S-Y-K-O-N-V-E-R-S-A-T-I-O-N. Exactly like it sounds. Classy with a K, conversation with a K. The website is absolutely amazing. Shouts out to Belinda with True Digital Marketing. She's a beast. The website looks absolutely amazing. She got me out here looking like a million bucks. I appreciate it, Melinda. There is also a section on the website where you can go and submit information about a topic. If there's a topic you want to discuss, if there's some a situation that you may have going on that you need some feedback on, Submit it on the website. Drop me a line. Send me an email. All of that information is on the website. We can talk about it. We can talk about it on social media. We can talk about it on the podcast. I will be inviting guests, some co-hosts to join me to talk about some conversations, some topics. So yeah, go to the website. You can listen to all the episodes on classyconversation.com. You can listen to them on Podbean. You can listen to them on Spotify. You can listen to the episodes on Anchor. Y'all always out here bragging about iTunes and Apple, but Apple has taken the longest time to get my podcast up and running. The other websites were like immediate. Submit it here, girl. You post it out here. Run it up. Like run up your listeners. Share the, the link with everybody. iTunes, let's get it together. What is the hold up? Customer service don't even respond, but y'all out here like always bragging on these Apple products. I'm not a fan at the moment. But anyway, everybody have a great week and thank you for tuning in to Classy Conversation.